Hey, girls and gays. Hey, girls and gays. Welcome back to another episode of I Said What I Said. I am your host, Mukundwa. Isn't my voice reverberating so beautifully? Not, not more than usual, no. And I am your co-host with the beautiful reverberating voice of the most, Nyakwezi. Oh my God. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we close the gap between who we are and who we want to be. And where we are and where we want to be. Welcome. Welcome. Why didn't you sing today? Out of interest? I forgot to. (laughs) And I thought, wait, there's something, something's missing, but I can't tell what. Anyway, I have a big announcement to make. We have a winner from last week's competition. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. There was no competition. The competition was guessing last week's theme song. And the winner is the ever brilliant L Blank Nine. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. What does she get? How much money? She. Oh, they. Let's say they. Oh, the, who knows? L Blank is a baddie, a genius. They get nine, no, ten gold stars. Oh my god! I'll throw it all in. Ten shiny gold stars. May their scalp be forever moist. Their pockets forever deep. And their loins forever satisfied. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a blessing. That's a That's word. a blessing. That's why you need to enter the competitions on this podcast. And win what? A virtual gold stars. <laughs> oh, no. It says the girl with none. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Salty. Wow. 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 Okay. Well, well done, winner. Um, hmm. Let's get into it. Shall we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how are you? I am good. I am well. Uh-huh. I am well. Our kitty's been in a cone for a while. Mm. Um, and today we like let him out into the sun. He's been really sad about not being out. So I feel really happy about that. Okay. Um, and also um, the topics of this podcast have been really good for me to mull over this week. So I'm feeling really good about myself in relation to all of that as well. Oh, okay. Mm. Let's get into that. Mm. How um, are you though? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what's new? I'm well. I think yeah. I am generally well. I had like a sad day after the happiness podcast. Yeah, episode. me too. A very sad day. No, you can't. No, no, no. I oh, was sorry. sad that day. Okay, okay. I was sad that day. <laughs> you weren't sad that day. I really was. Really? And then, yeah, and I was like, oh, yuck. And you're the one that's telling everyone, oh, you can be happy. And now look, <laughs> I was just so it's, in the doldrums. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I wanted to say that I have a feeling to it might appear that you might seem more of like a measured person because you have like challenges and moments of joy. And I, I think it might seem like I don't have any, I, I think I've, I think I come across as somebody who like doesn't have down days or like isn't sad or just like you can soldier through mm. in compare, especially in comparison, which just isn't true. So I just wanted mm. to say that I think, Yeah, I think it's okay to be I think it's super normal to to be sad and to be unwell and to be doing badly mm. and like that's that's not even that it's okay. I think it's so normal. Mm. Um and that with me, I struggle in so many areas and there's so much that if I had to write it down, I could say it's going wrong, but I think my motto really is like, I can't come and kill myself. Hey, hey. Like I just, 
really decide to spin things to my benefit because I just don't enjoy suffering, even though it's so much a part of life. And like, it's just, I believe for everything you get, something's taken away. Yeah, just to say that, because I think sometimes when it seems like people are so far on one side of what you feel like you don't have, you can think what's wrong with you. And I don't think that's the case. I think, mm. um, yeah, I think whoever you think is just not doing badly, I think it was only happy. I think that's just like not ever, that's not ever true. We just process it all so differently. Yeah, that's that's very true. And that's yeah. so important mm. um, to remember. And I know it's, we say this so much, but um, we talk about comparisonitis and we talk about, um, highlight reels on social media and we talk about it so much but we also forget so much and we still mm. compare and we still um think that we are the worst and you know when we oh man i was listening to a podcast that was talking about like when we compare ourselves to other people the others that we compare ourselves to are usually the the best or the top or the so <laughs> We'll compare ourselves to the prettiest models. We'll compare ourselves to the happiest looking influencers. We'll compare ourselves to the healthiest moms, you know, running with their baby bump. Like, it's never just, but you know, your cousin who's also... Someone on your level. Someone on your level, someone on your level, but also someone that you know a full picture, a fuller picture about. Because those people very well might be on your level, say financially, or your same age and you're and you're in your same class or have your same access. And so then you think, but what's wrong with me? But actually, mm. you just don't know. They just fought with their baby brother. They're not speaking to their parents. They have an eating disorder, et cetera, et cetera. That's really true. Mm. I think it's pretty violent to compare. Um, it can be useful. Mm. I think envy... Is it envy? I think envy is useful. I think comparison, not too much. But I also think, I feel like in my, in Mukundwa fashion, I would just also feel like, <laughs> what right do you have to compare yourself? Like, where have you, <laughs> like, where have you worked? How can I compare my tennis to Serena's? I'm not even putting an hour. So it's like, I think also so much of what we want requires sometimes can require consistency in a work mm. sometimes i look at people who are beautiful and i wonder well oh gosh i wish i could look like that and it's like well do you know how many hours it's mm-hmm. actually taken so to compare yourself is quite offensive like you can't mm. not you you can't um if you're going to compare the end results you have to compare the journeys too mm. um and that's what i'm learning and that that is a big disservice of the access of social media because we can access these people we think that we are on their level or that we can compare. Oh, that's so true, eh? Mm. Beforehand, before social media, you could only, you would compare your, yourself to the people that you were physically, you know, in, in a circle with. And mm. you could only, you would never be in Kim's, Kim Kardashian's circle. Yeah. But now you can access her in four seconds. And I think the issue is a lot of people, um, and she makes money from that. <laughs> she makes money from it, but people encourage or imply that you can have it too. Yes. That all you need to do is just buy this product, is to buy skims, is to buy... Yeah. And it's like, no, I can't have that. Yeah. And I think I really appreciate... Because you have skims and surgery. Yes, you have skims and surgery and money and mm. you live in Calabar. And it's, I do appreciate people who are very few who let you know you can't have this. Yeah. I actually only know one person. I was going to say who. Yeah. Um... I don't like condensing. Well, I'll tell you off, okay. off, off thing. I just don't like condensing people's messages because I've got it wrong in the past. Yeah, okay. Um, when I remember that time, I was like, yes. yeah, this girl, she thinks she's ugly. Yeah. She never said that once. 
And it's like, oh, I've just gone and said that this person like yeah. identifies as an ugly person. So yeah. I just, I'd rather not do that. Okay, but speaking speaking of comparison, social media, let's discuss bodies. It's just such an interesting time to think about body image. Yeah. And image and beauty amidst the world exploding. Mm. So let's discuss that. Has your relationship changed to your body and your body image mm-hmm. and your beauty in lockdown at all? Definitely. Oh, definitely. So I stopped, you know, putting in a lot of or paying a lot of attention to my appearance during lockdown, my like my face and whether it was looking cute and and earrings and things like that, because I thought, okay, no one else is going to see me. I can relax a little. I didn't have to perform externally. Um, So that was a relief. Um, the downside of that was that I stopped liking how I looked as well. <laughs> what are the chances? A double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I'll do cartoon voices. That's what I'm going to do this episode. Okay. Do you have a cartoon voice you can do? My own. Oh, God. That's no fun. Jerry the giraffe. I'm Jerry the <laughs> giraffe. Don't. I like to eat trees. Not whole trees, just leaves from trees. That's See? really good. That's really good. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Told you. But you should sell that. You shouldn't actually subject people on the podcast to that. How, what if one of them is a... None of them is a... <laughs> no offense, guys. I'm joking. Yeah. So, um, and then also I've been thinking about... I've been exercising for my mental health, Mm. but because I'm used to exercising for my physical health, it's been, it's also been hard to, um, to let myself get the value that I want to get out of it. So if I don't break a sweat, I question, was this good enough? Does this count as my movement for the day? So it's been, it's been a tricky space for me in that sense. How's that been? What's the difference for you between exercising for your mental health and exercising for your physical? And which do you prefer and which do you resent? If if that's if that's a duality that exists for yes. you. Yes. The quick answer is I resent exercising for physical health and I love exercising for mental health. Um, the exercise can still look the same with with a different motivation. Wow. Yeah. So I generally enjoy exercising but when i exercise because i'm thinking um cardio it's when i do cardio i hate cardio Mm. fucking hate cardio Mm. um when i do cardio because i feel unfit and fat um Mm. it's a horrible workout and i try to i look for 10 minute cardio 15 minute cardio like never like a full-on half an hour 45 minutes interesting because it gives you a high or at least you perform a high which, which is it afterwards but is yeah. that just like inevitable? Yes, it's inevitable. So I get through it. The beginning is hard. I'm always looking at the time. Um, and then towards the end, you know, in the last three minutes, I can relax because mm. it's almost over. But it's um, sometimes it transforms very quickly into being enjoyable and I'm pleasantly surprised. But sometimes it's it's horrible the whole way through. But then I'm glad I've, you know, it's the, it, it's inevitable. The endorphins that I get from the exercise yeah. kick in and, and that's great. And what about your appearance in terms of feeling i don't know that you said uh, not feeling attractive not feeling cute what's that been like that that's not nice 
No, that's... Is that a feeling you're familiar with, feeling unattractive? Or is that a recent thing, generally? It is something I'm familiar with. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's something I'm familiar with. I remember from a very young age, I had this big portrait um, that was done of me when I was six. It's massive. I remember thinking when I was in like my teens, um, feeling very ugly, you know, that kind of teen phase that we all go through. And I was feeling very ugly. And I just used to look at that massive portrait and just, and I used to sing <laughs> memories, you know, yeah. memories. <laughs> I was beautiful then. Oh my God. I, I would look at that portrait and sing that song. You wouldn't. I would. Oh, cause you thought you, you peaked. I really thought I peaked at six. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I had a peak. I have, you have many peaks and troughs. I did have a peak at six. You were. I was just, I was a very sweet, stoner. sweet little thing. You're mm. right. I need to remember that peaks and troughs. Anyway, so yes, another peak did come. So that's a long way to say no. Feeling ugly is not a foreign thought for me. Mm. Um, but definitely it came back being heavier, definitely brought that back more easily. And now? Um, and now in lockdown, um, I think I just w got in a bit of a confused space about how I looked because I wasn't putting any e effort into it. Um, and so that was being reflected back at me, but I, it was just weird. I, I really don't even know how to, 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 d to describe it, mm. but I was definitely not feeling attractive. I think because I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. So I did make, there's been a difference in the last couple of days, which we'll get to, and not much has changed physically. Actually, nothing has changed physically, but I definitely feel pretty and I feel attractive to me today. Well, why don't you just get to that now? Well. Why wait? <laughs> why wait? Mm. I mean, that, did you hear about that asteroid or meteor or whatever that almost struck Earth? There's always one. No, I did not hear about it. Well, anyway, that could happen again. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was, I, you know, okay. So I've been, I've been trying to lose weight on and off for my whole life. Yeah. And, you know, about a week ago I decided, okay, now for real, for real, like it's still only May. I have a chance. Like if I just focus by the end of the year, I could have lost X kgs. And I'm going to refrain from saying the number because I heard someone else say they were talking about their weight um, and they said, I'm not going to say how much I weigh. Cause that can be triggering for some people. Like they have no problem with their weight, but, mm. and I just realized, oh yeah, people can just fixate on that and then be like, oh, you only have X. I have X or Y. And like, that's not the point. The point is, the point is, <laughs> I'm laughing. Cause I've always felt relieved when I had someone weighed more than me. I was like, oh, at least, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. Yo, mm. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, so then I decided to, to anyway, then, so you know that I always talk about myself as either being big or I've referenced to myself, referenced myself as being fat. And there was a day where, um, you know, I, I snapped because I, I remember there was a day where, um, you told me, listen, you're, you're not actually, you're not fat, man. I mean, look at yourself. You're not fat. And I and, you know, and I, I looked in the mirror and I was like, hmm, okay. And then, you know, maybe 30 minutes later, um, you were like, do you consider that person fat? And I was like, yeah. And then you were like, oh, then you are fat. <laughs> can I? <laughs> all right. So, so can you, are you going to, can we add some context to that before people beat me? That's all the context you need. Yeah. Yeah. It actually is all that. the context. And then. 
Well, no, no, no. Okay, let's discuss. Luckily, my hands were what? On the wheel. So I couldn't what? But is being fat... Okay, well, let's discuss this. Because is being fat an issue? And uh, can we first finish my Your story. I just have to say... Because people are really going to beat me. This isn't about you. They should beat you. It isn't about me. In fact, 10 gold stars to the... (laughs) The bitch who beats Mukundwa, yeah. The best. The biggest beat. Okay, keep going. Um, I'm kidding. That's not a competition. Don't do it. Because people will do it. Um, Okay. So then I realized how terrible I felt. And that I felt like I had been so high and then so low. And I felt so shitty about myself. Like all of a sudden, all the, the weight of being fat like came back and I felt so shitty. It was as if for a moment there, I was relieved. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disgusting. You know, that's how I felt. And then I realized when, when I felt that way, I realized, okay, no, there's a problem here. There is a problem here. And this fixation on how my body looks is, is going to, is driving me mad. It's going to drive me mad. And so then, um, that's, then I had a conversation with Mukundwa. I thought about it that day and, you know, the next day. Then I had a conversation with Mukundwa and I just, um, and I asked you to, for the, at least for the rest of this month, let's experiment not centering our conversations and our compliments around my physical appearance. Um, and I wouldn't do the same for her just so that I don't fixate on physical appearance because even compliments like that, your legs are looking great, you're looking strong or whatever. I would really hang on to that and give it so much weight. And if I, if there was a lapse in getting those compliments, um, then I would feel, I would feel a bit bad. And this is something you don't know. So another thing was that, you know, leading up to our holiday last year, I remember like, you loved the way my body looked. And so you would always tell me and I was looking great and I was feeling so good. And then we went on holiday with the whole family and I realized that to all of them, I was just fat and I felt so terrible. And I felt so like, like let down or betrayed or like lied to, not Mm -hmm. necessarily by you, but I just thought like I've been living a lie this whole time. And it was just the worst feeling, mm. um, feeling like an idiot for believing that I was fine when actually I'm fat. No. So it was just, and it was so hard. So that was part of also the depression on holiday that, you know, that you might have. So, yeah, the, you definitely experienced. Yeah. That you were yeah. mopey in Dubai, oh, girl. Can you imagine in you Dubai? Eeyore. It was horrible being depressed in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, mm. so, so coming back to your question, how do I feel about myself now? It's only been two days, but literally knowing that my appearance is none of, and I hope you don't take offense, but it's none of your business or none of anyone else's business. And it's only none of your business because you're in my direct vicinity. I mean, it's... No, but it's fine. That's fine to say. It's okay. none of my business. So yeah, it feels so good. And now I have the license to, if I don't want to comb my hair, it's because I don't want to comb my hair. If I want to comb it, it's because I want to, not because I think I know that this is what's going to look nice for others out there. Mm. And that's so nice. Um, and you know, putting my clothes together. So even like complimenting outfits, all of that is off the table. So now whatever I wear is a non-conversation and we just move on to other things. And I've, I felt so wonderful in these last two days. And so attractive isn't even it. I just feel wonderful. I look Mm. at myself and I see brightness and, Mm. and I like who I see and I like, you know, and that feels really, really good. So, and if that's just two days, I'm really looking forward to more and, what I want next is the courage and words to discuss this with my family because they obviously think they have my back when they're telling me or encouraging me to exercise, eat well, and lose weight. Mm. 
I love that. Yeah. And so some of the boundaries Nyak has set, can I share them? Yeah. Is um, I mustn't comment on her physical appearance in either direction. Mm. I mustn't comment on uh, her like facial appearance and hair in either direction. Oh, it's look. Oh, you combed it. It looks nice. Or you did this. Nothing. Um, no compliment. No comments or compliments. No questioning or nitpicking on the food she eats or the snacks. Um, why are you eating this at this time? Oh, I thought you. You know, you're vegan. What's this about? It? Not. No questions at all. Um, only helpful prompts mm-hmm. that. Oh. You know, it's lunchtime. Maybe you're hungry. Like, do you, mm. do you want a snack? Do you want something that actually is is definitely an encouraging um, mm. cue, which I think. And I'll... I've specified those things because yeah. those were helpful for me to yeah. eat lunch instead of Doritos because I was actually hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Doritos little... gave me diarrhea if I ate them hungry. Oh, so. oh yeah. I just thought I'd let everyone know because, of course, you can eat Doritos when you're hungry. But <laughs> I got diarrhea, so I appreciate that advice. <laughs> Yeah, so those are the, the boundaries, which are fantastic yeah. because, and, and we discussed how, like, I'm sure in quarantine, all the men in my family just haven't even thought about how they look. Mm. I can't, you know, and, I, and I'm so sure that all the women in my family have probably thought about it every day. Yeah, and definitely, yeah. Mm, and that's just, um, that's exhausting. It's it's kind of a burden. Women have just, you, you're born and you inherit and it's unfortunate yeah. that that's even a concern, especially when the world's ending. Yeah. That like, that's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Like still looking good is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even health, just looking good. It's bizarre. It's not even good, my darling. It's like looking small. It, it Good isn't the question. That's, that's, oh, you that's my gripe is that, yes, it's good equals small. It's looking small. Oh, yeah, okay, I see that too. So the reason I called Nyak Fat, for those of you fixing to send me letter bombs, is I really don't ascribe, well, for the most part, I don't ascribe, um, like, fat's really just an adjective. It's not a description of being worthless, having failed, being ugly. Like, someone once said to me, or oh, once I said, I asked them if they thought they were fat. They're like, no, I'm so healthy. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I asked if you're fat. <laughs> like, you can be fat and healthy. So I think we all have such a different um, interpretation and emotional attachment and exposure to that word. And it's tormented you and hurt you for so long, Nyak, mm. that it might not even be one you want, you'd want to reclaim or even, like, have in your space. That's true. Yeah, versus someone else who might. So I think um, that's interesting as well to think about I mean, I want to think, talk about weight loss a bit and how, yeah, and just fatness generally, just seeing yeah. how people have responded to Adele as well yeah, has been very interesting. Before we move into, into weight loss and Adele, I want to know a couple things from you. Mm. The one has been, has not commenting physically, how has it been not commenting on my physicality uh-huh. in the last couple of days? We'll start with that one. Okay. I haven't actually noticed. That is fantastic. you said two years ago. Yeah, I, honestly, I haven't noticed. Um, I have had to stop myself. No, once I stopped myself, when you looked good, I held my tongue. Um, and then today I did hold my tongue. Mm-hmm. But that's something. But I felt okay with that. Um, look, it's about weighing a lot of gray. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not your choice because we haven't been able to go. Sh- and I know yeah. you like colors. So I was like, yeah. oh, no, this is something she's going to 
that she's got it covered. Mm. She's got it covered. It makes my heart break. Mm. But it's also not my business. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's not my business. Yeah. It's not my business. It's not my business. Yeah. And I think that'll be good for you too, because I can see. And I'm I'm like, <laughs> I know you always fight it, but I'm the original color ho. <laughs> yes, so, yes. Um, okay. And so maybe just so that you can be calm in that, in that knowledge, but that's probably besides the point and irrelevant. Well, I think I can, the difficulty for me about not crowdsourcing our, um, experiences is that that's where that comes from. Like knowing, I think we all live in relation to one another. So not commenting as a long-term solution. I'm quite curious how that works because... Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like all my greatest realizations have been from absorbing information from people, but always when, always when I was ready for it. Yeah. When I sort it out, really, actually, never from being told. And I, for me, Maybe I that's think that's difference. the difference. And that's yeah. the other thing I wanted to say was that, um, was that it actually, I only, in these two days, another thing that I realized was that even though I would come to you and be like, and seek the compliment or all the time not all uh, you were not all the time most of the time but i ran the time (laughs) and 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 i taught you that that's the the love language i like yes i wanted that so i wrapped that shit up all the way so mukunda has no gears it's zero or i don't give i don't need to get so i rammed them up so much because this bitch is ridiculous don't hijack my fucking story bitch Okay. okay and so what i realized in these last two days was there was no pressure from even from getting a positive compliment on how I look was almost like I, I remember feeling that relief. Oh, I got it right. Oh, you know, and I didn't have any of that. And that is humongous. So, so, and, and I go back to this gray thing, um, that the warmest clothes I have right now are shades of gray mm. and it happens to be winter when lockdown started. Um, you know me and you know that I love color. So know that for me, it is the saddest thing to have to be wearing gray and then to have it reinforced externally is even sadder. <laughs> so, so that's, so that's another relief for me is that I don't need it. I don't need to feel that, um, that double failure or that double pain, um, that I don't like th- that I'm in gray. And I know, and you don't like that I'm in gray, but now I don't need to, how you consume me is also none of my business. And that, that, that I think is very, I'm finding that a relief for me. Um, I don't need to take responsibility for Mm. your consumption of me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The bigger theme for me about this is our generation has been so good about setting boundaries. Yeah. But we are trying to curate our experiences of telling people how to respond to us or treat us makes sense to a point. Then we have to actually like just manage what we're given because I have a feeling we can curate, we can over curate our experiences. So with this specific example, I think relationships are partly there's what you need. And then there's what I think you need. Yeah. And both of those will always have to be in play. Yeah. Like, even if you tell me, Mukunda, what I don't need from you is to tell me that I'm wearing gray. If it's my need and I believe, despite what you say, and you've yeah. told me time and time again, if that's what I feel um, because of my sensibilities makes yeah. sense for me to communicate because I think I'm doing 
I believe I'm doing, um, I'm being of service. It's something I have to fulfill selfishly for myself, for the relationship. Right. So I think they're two, that's two pronged. Um, just we can remove our context, but I think that's yeah. in relationships. It's that tension. I can see that happening with weight, with weight. Yeah. With weight mm. and your parents or whatever. Yeah. There's a tension that ha- because of how we all express love differently. Yeah. So for me, the great thing is, and I'm glad. So y- what I have acknowledged now, what makes sense to me is, yes. you know what I think because I've told you once, I've told you twice, you know, you've yeah. heard it. Yeah. If you hadn't heard it before, hadn't have heard it before, I, I would have insisted on saying something because for me, it's like, I know color theory is like an actual thing. I know how it affects moods. If someone's unwell or unhappy, there are a whole bunch of external circumstances you can change to see which one might be, yeah. might influence that, your, that mood or that pers- you know, your life state. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it is a responsibility to communicate that because I know you've come from color and now seeing you in gray, you know what I mean? Mm. For months, it's not, it's not that surprising that you might also not be happy. Like I'm just Mm. seeing the connections and as someone who loves you and who lives with you, um, in a way, not that it doesn't matter how you feel it is, but it is, I feel it's like it was, it's a duty to communicate that, Mm -hmm. but outside of, but no, I respect, I respect this boundary now. That's fine. Also, you know, you've said, you know, obviously you do mm. done, mm. but I think the, the wider theme I'm, I'm interested in also discussing is that, that boundary with parents, with other people, mm-hmm. if our mothers or our parents see us getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and let's say there's a history of disease in our family, what's more responsible for them to continue saying, by the way, by the way, by the way, even though we tell them stop or them to not like which one, I don't think it's either or, yeah. but I can really see, I can understand why no matter how misinformed or unintentional the pain is that family can cause, I understand why they consider it a responsibility. Mm. Like just from, I understand that. And I think it's okay to curate our experiences, but I also think, what's the word? I'm starting to understand when all the generations talk about our generation as being a bit too, I don't want to use the word sensitive, just being really expecting the world to bend around us. Mm -hmm. I think there's a middle ground we can achieve. And this is not specifically with your situation, but as a, as a conversation, like, what do you think about that? Having had so much joy about setting a boundary for two days, Mm. like, what do you, what do you think? So what I think um, is kind of, yeah, what I alluded to about about having conversations about boundaries further, mm. um, and I think a further development of that would be once that boundary has been set and um, not respected, I then need to take responsibility for my reaction. And this is something you've talked about before. It's not bending to make other people comfortable mm-hmm. um, when they are being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so for example, if I tell my family, my weight is a non, non-discussion and they insist, I will talk to you about your weight because I love you and I don't want you to die mm. or be um, unhealthy and mm. unhappy, then I can't control their mouth but I also don't need to take it. Mm. I can leave the conversation. I can drop the call. I can hang up. I can, I can do things that are very obvious. I can interrupt them or I can, if I want, you know, there there are many different ways that I can, if I want to keep the peace, but also have that relationship, I can pretend the internet's down. (laughs) Okay. So you don't want to be held hostage to someone not respecting your boundary. Correct. Love it. So I, there are so many ways I can directly confront it, but I think, I think, um, 
I don't need to be the one suffering. Yeah. You know, I can twice. also be unreasonable to them. Um, and yeah, mm. exactly. I love that. And that's to do with power though. We, we have parity in this we, relationship. Yeah. There's, there's an equalness of power. Yeah. Whereas when it's with family, especially if you're black or brown, that's where it hurts the most is that I've told you my boundaries and I can't do what's self-respecting for me because you consider that disrespect. Yeah. Meaning, please leave my house. Don't call me. Hang up the phone. All the stuff that the white girls and gays get to do. Right. We, it's different. Yeah. I can't call, you know. <laughs> anyway, it's different. Stop it. It's different. <laughs> I want to hear that sentence. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I wanted to ask you, how is your body image doing? My body image? Doing really well. Um, I like how I look. My belly's growing. My belly's growing. Immaculate. <laughs> Oh, I'm not supposed to cheese your much. No, this bitch called me fat. So who, which team are you on? I didn't. I called you pregnant. <laughs> Listen to that. Listen. Yeah, no, I feel really good about my body. I think, um... Do you want to lose weight? I'm feeling okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? 100%. Because I want to... I want to be with a winning team. I want to be... <laughs> <laughs> All of that work. All of that work for me to say what? that. I want to be the, with, the, with the winning team. I think um, I'm identifying that I really like privileges. Mm-hmm. I really like privileges. So I'm trying to get as many as I can mm-hmm. uh, within reason, within my range. Yeah. Mostly I don't think about how I look. Like mm-hmm. it's mostly a non-factor until I do. When I do, I look definitely okay. Like I'm happy with it. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Clothes influences how I look. But I've also started to realize that how I see myself isn't how other people see me. Yeah. Um, and I want those things to be this, as close as possible. So from the outside, people don't see me. I don't get the sense people see me as as, as popping as I see myself. Mm-hmm. And if that means losing weight, that's fine. Like that's that's doable. We can do that because the privileges come from... They flow from outside, from other people to me, but the, um, the change is from me to outside, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So other people give me the privilege of being pretty, not me. Other people give me, so, so I want privileges. I Mm. want my privileges now. You want your privileges now. I want privileges. So yes, I'm generally, am I trying, do I want to lose weight? Generally, yes. Am I trying? Not at all. But, um, (laughs) I mean, I generally... (laughs) She skimmed over it. Uh. Yeah, not really. Because I'm just not, cause, because it's not for me. Like, I'm not, it's for the privileges. I hope I'm making sense. If you, I'm there for myself, but the world isn't seeing me. Yeah. The world isn't isn't there. So yeah. I need to match, To I need to get as close as possible to the world's perception so that I can get those, I can collect my benefits. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're an escrow, baby. They're collect. an escrow. I need to collect them. No. So, okay. But if you, if you did lose weight yes. and then, um, the privilege were, the privileges weren't coming. Yes. Do you think you would number one, regret number two, just relax and gain yeah. weight again? Okay. So they will come, but so we're saying, but if they wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. If they wouldn't come. If the meteor hit and it was a new, a parallel universe and the, <laughs> It's so ridiculous. <laughs> this meteor. Trevor uh, Noah's got it in your head. Do you like the news now, hey? Uh, yeah, you well, like I've kind of stopped because it's all the same. It's all the same. Trump's an idiot. Corona's eating us. The same I mean, fodder. I, I could do the, one of those shows. You could do one of those shows. Um, okay, well, let me start by saying I'm not trying to lose kilograms as much as... Um, 
So what do this I This is really you? a parallel universe. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not only killing her. I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. It's about the. You're trying to gain impression. Dre- <laughs> it's a dress size. It's the size. Okay. Yeah. You could do that with a waist trainer, bitch. Like, I would never use a waist go trainer. Go get skims. I would never do that. I'd never get a waist trainer. Um. So look, on the scale, I've not lost weight. Starting CrossFit, my body has changed significantly and I love it. Mm. The ways in which I'm strong, the ways I'm seeing muscles pop up, beautiful. So that in a smaller dress size Mm -hmm. for a bunch of reasons, because being fat is the world makes it very ghetto. Being bigger um, than a size 16, being a 16 actually from... 14 from 16 up it may the world makes it so hard i don't like that i have to <laughs> i don't like that i have to be mr magoo do you remember mr magoo mr mcgee with a an eyeglass <laughs> looking around the shops for something of my size i don't like being that i don't like playing sherlock holmes to find what shop can stock my thing sherlock holmes a Sher- sherlock i don't like being what's that other um Viola Davis. <laughs> I don't like being. I don't like being a detective. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. Olivia Pope winning the fight. No. I don't like being those people, guys. It's exhausting. So it's like if being fat <laughs> means I'm re- re- relegated to a ghetto lifestyle, I don't want it. So I'm losing weight. I want to be a smaller dress size because I'm tired of it. I want to be with a winning team. It's exhausting having to buy from these stupid boutiques on Instagram. Stupid boutiques where you can't return things. You have to only exchange things. I'm done. <laughs> Buying bras that cost so much money. That yeah, cost my yeah, utility yeah, yeah. bill. I bought a bra that was a thousand rand in, in the UK. A thousand rand. To give you context, my rent, a thousand rand, that's a third of my rent. Mm-hmm. On a bra. Guys, it's ghetto. Do we understand that it's ghetto being fat? Like, do we understand it? Not in and of itself. So that is why I want to lose weight. Now, the world will change. It's impossible. If the world provided, if I was probably in America, if I had Fashion Nova, mm-hmm. if I had ASOS, like I did in the UK, that's chill. Like, if it was an easy experience to be in my body, I wouldn't mind. But it's actually not in terms of clothing. And it's also not in terms of exercise. Like, Doing box jumps. I can, I can, my body can fly on a box, but explain why the ricochet of my breasts means that I might actually follow, like, I might have, I have to jump twice as high. I have to jump at my side <laughs> level just to get on a box because my breasts, to catch up the counterweight, the Newtons that my breasts and the breasts exert on my body. Do you, are we seeing the issues? Are we seeing the issues? So it's like, so every jump has a calculation. Oh, 100%. I can't do, the thing, so for those of you who do box jumps, the thing of like jumping on and off and on and off. No, I have to wait for the breast to catch up with the fact that I've stopped. They stopped two seconds after me. Then I jump again. I have to keep recalibrating. They're heavy as fuck. Mm. Like being bigger, my skeleton's also being like, okay, sis, you need, something's got to give. Mm. So it's like, yeah, that's why it's because it's actually very much so ghetto. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am, I am going to lose dress sizes for sure. I'm very, uh, I'm looking forward to that, mm-hmm. but it's hard to motivate or do because I'm, I'm happy with my body. It's that the world's not, you know, so it's, it's not, this is nothing to do with me. It's to do with, I don't like ghetto things. I don't like ghetto-ness. I just don't. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's me. I see that. And you know, that sounds like a very, um, that motivation to me from the outside, it just sounds so much more, um, I want to say healthier, but I mean like better, better for you mentally uh-huh. um, and holistically and one that you can, there is a definite end point um, 
Mm, oh, I see. You know what I mean? You could, you'd hope. You can put it in a box. You'd hope. I, You know, you'd hope. I, but I remember when I was a size 12, then it was like, I never thought I'd be that. Then I was like, hey, I want to be a size 10 now. now it just doesn't end weight loss. And that's the unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Mm. Yeah. But I hope, I hope it, I really hope it does. Mm. And I'm praying that future self has some common sense. Yeah. To know when to stop. What I can't, your, I can't guarantee that. And I mean, so when you eventually do decide to do something about this, <laughs> yeah. do you think you're going to diet? And oh, if I have you do, to, yeah, I have to, unfortunately. And so what's your thought on dieting in general? My thought in general. This, I have no thoughts. I think it's really neutral. If you want to lose the weight, do the things. Hmm. Um, I don't think it's an, an inherently good or bad thing. It's just, it's, it's science. Yeah. That's why I just think it's science. Yeah. But, um, I think, I think it's overcomplicated. I don't like how much of an industry that's made out of it. I think it really is simple and it shouldn't be expensive or confusing. It yeah. should be very much scientific. Yeah. And there shouldn't be all these paywalls and just just so much confusion. Yeah. The people benefiting off it, profiting off it, pretending they've lost weight, pretending they've done these things and their bodies are like that. That's unfair and it's cruel and it's exhausting. Yeah. And um, the body positivity movement is kind of no better because it really is should be for fat people. But now... And I've seen, interestingly, quite a few... I have a lot of Australian influencers on my timeline, um, on, like, the Explore page. So I don't know if it's mostly them or if it's everybody who... Like, these size 8 people will just squeeze their bumps together and be like, look, we all have cellulite, body positivity, <laughs> stay stay blessed. Like, and throughout uh, the coronavirus period, like, there wasn't a pause. Like, people are still just peddling that type of body positivity. And it's so... The fact that it's been commodified, the return to either loving your body or being neutral about it is now also making money or mm. is like, it's just really tiring. Mm. And it just doesn't have to be. Weight loss doesn't have to be this. Look at Adele. Like, it just doesn't have to be a big deal. It just doesn't have to be a big deal. You mentioned Adele. What are you, yeah. what are you referencing? So Adele lost a whole bunch of weight um, in either a year or a couple of years. She's been exercising. She's got a trainer. From what I'm, from what I heard from the trainer, lots of money. Well, I don't know that I. You said that anyhow, not me. I did. Yeah. Um, I think you can lose, bitch. Do you think you can lose weight on your own? But it's easy to be motivated when you've got a team. Oh, okay, I wouldn't know. Okay, I've never had one. I I would. You would know. All right, all right. Okay. So, yeah, the world's just lost it. I mean, some people are super happy for her, and there are all these before and after pics. Be like, yes, you were down. <laughs> Oh then the people who are upset about it and being like well if you're body posy why'd you lose the weight there's, there's so many camps and i just yeah it's um and then you've got lizzo who doesn't have to leave her house but she's just like radical already because she's fat and hasn't tried to kill herself <laughs> um it's it's tiring it's super super tiring weight loss or weight and i just wish there was a day i wonder when I haven't, like, there have been years, like, last year or a year before. There was a time I didn't think about my weight or losing weight. Mm. Um, especially doing CrossFit, it was a concern of, like, being able-bodied. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, learn how to do a kip, like, get your 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 muscles right. Like, l get the mobility. That was exciting that that was a measure. Now, without CrossFit, it's creeping back in that I have to think about weight rather than ableness. Mm. Because you can be a big bitch and do an exercise. Obviously, we know this. Yeah, we've proved it times and times again. <laughs> we've proved it. So, um, it's tiring. It's not fun. Look, I'm not yeah. enjoying all of this, but but it is what it is. Yeah. Got to be honest about privileges and 
you know, there is a winning team. You know what, though, is that I, I just think that, yes, their privileges are involved, but from who and I just think that they're not, those privileges aren't always guaranteed. Mm. Also, they can be short-lived. Also, they can be lackluster when you eventually get there. Mm. And like, you only know if the pain was worth the journey, if the payoff was worth the pain of the journey once, you know, once you get there. And sometimes there is no there. Like, as you were saying, when you get to a size 12, mm. maybe you'll say, look, it's actually, it's an eight. A size eight is where everyone is oh, for, for sure, really yeah. getting it all. And then you get there and then you are so, your your view is so distorted that, yeah. you know, you might have a full-blown eating disorder. A hundred percent, which is why I'm, I'm go- which is why I want to go by dress size particularly mm. because that is achievable through not that, like, I don't think it'd take that much. I yeah. think honestly, if I just. If if I could go exercise, if CrossFit was open, I would just be consistent with that and yeah. eat when I was hungry. And it's that and and I would just hope over time that that would happen. Yeah. Okay. Rather than like wait on a scale. That's really hard. Yeah. Really, really Yeah. Obsess it it, it encourages obsess obsessiveness. Yeah. 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 Exercise really does encourage obsessiveness to me. Like it's hard. It's not all, it's it's fun after, but like it's not enjoyable. And for me it, it does encourage obsessiveness because oh. because there's a mission. I need to because I spend so much of my life at that that size that you're talking like being small, mm. it's like the, it, this continual mission to get back there and um th- there is a wonderful byproduct in that I enjoy it, but um it, if I don't do it then I'll never get to that size again and that's just oh. so scary. Um, so the reason why I asked you, um, about that journey is because I've just, I just started listening to this podcast maybe two days ago, um, about weight loss and it really, it's just been blowing my mind. Um, and I would highly recommend it. It's called, it's not about the food. It's not about the food. It's not about the weight. I don't remember. It's not about the something. I think it's not not about about the food. food. It's not about the food. Um, and she is a medical, a psychiatrist or psychologist. I think it's psychiatrist. And so she really goes into facts and studies and she doesn't back things up just with her feelings. Like we do. She like goes into who's we this podcast yourself and me. Yes. (laughs) Mukunda, you think there's going to be a whole lot of privilege waiting at the end of this rainbow? It's going to be vacant. Oh, absolutely not. I'll tell you why. And let me tell you what's going to happen with weight loss. Mm-hmm, tell me. She said that um, this doctor now said that there are only four outcomes of weight loss. Ooh. Of, of dieting, rather. Number one, you gain the weight back. Number two, you gain the weight back plus more. <laughs> Number- <laughs> Moo! Ding, ding. <laughs> We all think we're the exception and then we'll stay skinny forever. That was me. I was literally lost weight from 70. Now I'm 100 and some. Okay, we're not saying. Literally gained it and some. Gained it and some. God said, oh, you want to lose. Okay. You want to lose. Let's bounce back. How about that? Yo. Let's play opposites. That's what the universe said. God said, oh. So, and then you, the third um, option is getting a mental illness. Um, or sorry, an, an eating disorder, pardon me. The third option is getting an eating disorder. And the fourth option is being well on your way to getting an eating disorder. So how does this whole, uh, tell us how to lose weight? She doesn't. So that, no, 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 so, no. These wait, white people. No, no, no. And I knew, I knew you'd come for her. <laughs> it comes for us. So, so what she does talk about rather, um, is about, uh, 
listening to your body, tapping into your body, tuning into your body. So I'm just going to say this how I understand it and I'm not going to try and back it up. What it means for me is that I do know what I like. I do know what my body wants and what it likes. And I do know that I wanted to have fresh fruits for, for breakfast as opposed to the beautiful pepper dew, feta and spinach scones that I baked yesterday, which I'll have later, but I didn't want to start my bre- my breakfast off that way. But when I'm in a diet mentality and today is a cheat day, I eat in excess and I don't listen to what my body wants to eat. Um, and, and that's the difference. And she just says that when you start listening more to your body, you may gain weight because that's what your body needs. You may lose weight because that's what your body does. Um, you may stay the same because you've, you're actually at your set point. Mm. Um, one thing she says over and over again, which I'm still trying to understand is that you can't control your weight loss. It's actually not in your control. And so you can diet, but then there are all these consequences. So you can diet and then gain the weight, gain it more, have an eating disorder or be well on your way. Um, and those are your options. Or you could not diet and avoid all of that and just like chillax. But okay. so, and again, I'm not saying this thinking of everyone's condition and the different um, uh, scenarios that different people are in. Um, but she, but Gosh, she talks about the dangers of dieting and how it really messes up your system. And she's one interesting thing she says, she says so many, but she talks about how the stigma of being big is often worse for you than the, than being big itself, that people can be big and healthy. You can be healthy at any size. Mm. So, and I'm a testament to that. Actually, I I remember when we took, um, uh, an uncle of ours to go to the diabetic clinic and I just, I begged the guy to check me as well. And he was like, no, you're fine. You're not even pre-diabetic. Like you are fine. And I am, I am well, my BMI, I'm obese. When you look at the BMI, mm. another thing that she talks about is the BMI is such bullshit and it should be abolished. Like we should not be measuring wellness. Mm. We should not be measuring wellness on according to weight. Um, and that you are much healthier staying at a stable weight. This is your heart health now staying at a stable weight. Um, then you are fluctuating that does more damage to your heart health to fluctuate in weight. Mm. So, I mean, I just found all of this so That's, liberating. I love that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's confusing because it's like, if I can do all these things, if I can lift my body weight, if I can, um, have flexibility and I can squat very low yeah. and I can do how can you tell me I'm unhealthy because I've got more mass? It's very confusing. It is very confusing. And I was also listening to another Ted talk and he was talking about, you can be as um, fit as you want. If you, if you do not have mobility, you will not experience health. So you can be whatever it is, muscular and all of these things. If you cannot squat um, comfortably, if you cannot stand well and support your back, if you don't have, if your body is, is stiff and immobile, if it can't, if it's, you know what I mean? So that, that mobility and that the body, body movement is so much more important than fat percentage and so on. Interesting. And then actually for women, um, it's very unhealthy for us to have a, a low fat percentage. We are talking about the athlete levels, like, um, in the single digits or the low teens, very mm. unhealthy. Um, yeah. So yeah, it messes with our periods and all sorts of things. Are you a bitch that says plural, like periods? Yeah, periods, hairs, everything. Oh man. Mm. Yeah, so, mm. you know, and the, what got me on this train was um, 
I came across the concept of orthorexia, which I'd never heard about. Okay. Uh So orthorexia is an obsession. It's an eating disorder, but it's an obsession with healthy eating. Um, And on the surface, I'm like, yeah, that's great. And then as one starts to dig further, people get so obsessed with healthy eating and clean, clean eating that it, um, okay, takes over their life, but they start not eating enough, not eating what their body needs, exercising too much. Um, and in some cases they stop eating at all. Um, so it can, it can really morph very, very easily. And well, look, it's already a disorder. If it's called orthorexia, it's the disorder, but it can be very, very dangerous for you. And also because there's an obsession with, with health, you can look like you're fit and healthy and happy, but actually you're very, um, disordered and in a dangerous place. Mm. Um, and that's what got me thinking, do I have a problem? Cause you know, luckily, luckily I'm a lazy bitch and I don't act on everything I know, but every time I eat, I'm thinking of the nutritional value of the food. Macros. <laughs> oh my God. Luckily I didn't, I couldn't be bothered to, I lost, I, what happened to my scale? I think the battery went flat and I threw it away, the food scale. I haven't. Um, black people are crazy. Why don't we replace batteries? It's Black people are crazy. <laughs> we all, if our if our babies are battery operated, we'd be throwing them in the bin too. Quickly, quickly when quickly. when the remote goes dead, you just start beating it against the yeah. couch. Be sl- <laughs> You'd rather go to the the store, the electronic store, and buy a new remote than replace the battery. Yeah, that's no. over. I mean, you know, your baby's already eaten two buttons off it anyway, so why bother? I'm screaming, it's disgusting. Yeah. Also, those people who put remotes in plastic bag, like I can't stand that, and also like plastic <laughs> over furniture, <laughs> saving it for what? Use it now, oh, God, and then reupholster that shit. I know. And honestly, that's brown people everywhere. I've never seen a white We're superior. Person brown people are superior. Shame we are. We're here for the long haul. Yes, you were saying um, yeah. you threw your food scale away, luckily. Luckily. So I, I couldn't get too um, into that. But the point is that I, um, I I made a realization this week. I don't like cooking because it's stressful, because um, I can't do it right. And by right, meaning healthy, the right amount of, of fats, protein, uh, carbs, um, in that meal for my body, depending on my body weight, like it's, it's very stressful for me. And so just the thought of, you know, when you're like, just make a lasagna, I'm thinking, do you know how much fucking like either cream or pasta or whatever? Do you know how much goes into a lasagna? Like in my head, it's just like a cheese mountain of like mm. cholesterol or whatever comes. Mm. I don't even know what comes. In. So it's just stressful. Um, and now just in the last couple of days, when I've been thinking about when I've been ditching those ideas, I'm feeling excited to just cook. You know, I was watching a show on Netflix, a cooking show. Um, and I was getting stressed because she had cream and she was making homemade ice cream. And I saw how much like cream cheese was going in there or I forgot what goes in ice cream, but like all this stuff that I, uh, how much oil you put in the pan. I was just getting stressed watching. It was, but the food looked delicious and I wanted to be able to do it, but you have to deep fry donut. Like it was just scary. And that's when I realized, no, 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 no. This thing is eating me now. Like I yeah. need to do something about food, the image of myself, um, dieting culture, um, and where I, where I put my time and energy. Mm. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And time and energy is a big thing because if I think of all the time I spend 
calculating what I should eat or thinking about not eating or thinking about my body and how it could be different, should be different. Um, thinking about which exercise to do based on the effectiveness and, and thinking about my body throughout the day and how it's being received. If I could free up that like mind space and energy, um, I think I could do other things. I think life would be lighter. Um, I think I would be more excited to do other things, but there's already such a weight and a preoccupation with not liking myself and needing to change who I am. Um, that I think it stops me from being, from making mistakes and trying new things from being like, uh, reckless or daring or playful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Big waste, big time waster. Yeah. Big time waster. The more productive you could be when you aren't thinking about your your looks. I don't know. Yeah. It just should be fun. It really just all should be fun. Beauty should be fun. Definitely. Oh my God. It really should be fun. Yeah. And that's why, so I'm hoping that with this break from focusing on how um, I appear to you or me, mm-hmm. me taking like, you know, your compliments in or whatever, yes. this break will give me a chance to... Um, to redefine for myself, this is beautiful, not this is what's externally beautiful. And so I do, I think I know fully that I'm going to return to makeup and all those things because now there's no stress attached to, um, did she like the red or the pink? Like which one did I get a compliment for? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thanks. Me too. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I didn't realize how much you not relied on required compliments yeah i've forgotten because i've ramped up you know i'm like yeah. i've really adapted but Little machine you're so sweet yeah yeah and it's because it comes from the the people pleaser as a child really hanging on to all of the validation that i got from mm. parents from um figures in power what are they called Influential. you know what i mean influential yeah, figures yeah, things yeah. like that and the schooling system all of that stuff good for you Good for you. Hmm. Wow. That's actually massive. The con- I'm so happy for you. Just remembering, because mm-hmm. again, I was a slave to this one. So I had to develop. You were a slave to me. Yeah. Like you look in the mirror, even How as a you joke. you made yourself the victim? I am the victim. Because you'd be like, well, you didn't tell me I look good. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, as a jo-, and it was all a joke, but I mean, really, it all adds up, doesn't it? You should it? have known, Mukund, right? <laughs> wow. Very interesting. <laughs> Um, there's a million stuff to talk about. We so have many. lots to discuss, I but know. we should wrap it up here. Yeah. Um, I think I'll talk about this on the group. I'm quite interested. I'm listening to a podcast about surgery and just kind of objectively, I'm so interested in the privileges of beauty. Mm. Um, I believe they're real. And as I said, you're coming for them. I want in. Yeah. To some extent, to some extent. Yeah. Um, there's some things that really make a difference, like a yeah. few things. Yeah. Like having your teeth fixed. Yeah. Big difference. Jawline, nose, big difference. Weight loss. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, your tuna's changed. Anyway. That's not. How's it changed? Weight loss. Hmm. Well, it depends. Like losing 10, not big difference. Losing fi- 30 kilos, big difference. Like 10, what's that? I just think that the bigger difference in your appearance is in terms of bone structure and not necessarily weight for me i'm there in terms of bones i'm happy with my bones i'm very happy with my jaw i got surgery Um, has been reconstructed entirely got eye surgery got jaw surgery i think because i've been at the other end i've had surgeries i really see the benefits and because (laughs) they've been so they really have been the eye is not tangible 
I, but the, my jaw surgery has been entirely tangible for mm. me. I look, I'm like, wow, I look better. Yeah. I look so good. Yeah. Hmm. I want to say one thing, yeah. uh, a very helpful tip that yeah. I found to the gays and girls, um, in this podcast that she said was that they are, if you don't like the way you look, they are much quicker, cheaper things that you can do mm. to, to change the way you look right now that can uplift your mood. Mm-hmm. Changing your hairstyle, putting on makeup if you like it, um, putting on different clothes, colorful clothes, clothes that fit you nicely, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Like, so uh, putting on earrings, just it, if it is about your appearance, finding things that are flattering for how you are now can help you feel good about yourself now in to some extent before you have to go down the two-year journey of dieting to lose weight to only gain it back in mm. five years. A hundred percent. Does she reveal what size, what dress size she is? No. Right. I'd like to see that. Even on, like her, to see. on her Instagram, always see. And she says that she doesn't because, so she's been on her journeys. She's gone through, um, she's been overweight, been is it bulimic even. Um, so she's done all her things. And on her Instagram, she just has her face. And I think she does say so she refrains from, she doesn't post like full bodies and naked pictures, you know, in a bikini. Look at me now. I'm happy. All of those things. Um, because that's not the that's not the focus. That's not the point. The point isn't how she looks. And that's why she doesn't talk about her weight either because uh-huh. that's not the point. Nah, see, I don't buy, <laughs> you don't buy it. What's her face saying? What does she look like? What size does she look like? I'm not doing that. I'll she, need she a looks, handle after this. She looks I will happy need a with handle she after is. this. She looks healthy. No, she looks I'm recovering. done with that. How many, I, I have, someone else said this the other day. So, but you know what? The, here, the difference is your mission and my mission. And I think that's very important. Yeah, and I it think, is different. Yes. And that's great. Yes. But I think it's very easy for a size 14 person to say there's no need to lose weight when you can shop anywhere. When you don't have to get an, a seatbelt extend. All these things that people on the, the scale of bigness have to do. And for me, I do agree when people say, listen, my message will be tainted by my circumstance which is why i don't share my circumstance but the circumstance does matter when rich people say i don't want to uh, I, I don't want to discuss you know my wealth because it'll really taint what i'm trying to tell you no 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 we need to know because that gives us the context to understand what you're saying and where it's coming from and then trust us with that context to go triangulate with other people in their context and make an informed decision that's unfair How, does she have to go does she have to shop at miladies <laughs> Miladies. Miladies is basically the shoe zone of South Africa. It's just like, does she have to shop at mom's shops? The shop for, for bras? Mukunda, but, but we don't triangulate. That's not, we, we've but that's proven not her, time that, and time again. And it is though, because the thing is, she's telling us this has been my journey and this is my message. I'm not going to give you my message, how you want to receive it. This is how I want to package my message because I've been through it and this is the effective way of getting what I need to say across. As a medical doctor that sees patients with disordered eating, um, with many disorders, with body dysmorphia, this is how I want to package my message. So At a size 12 where she can buy clothes. How cute. And she Telling also the size says, 32 girls what? She's. I don't think she's a size 12. Um, she does talk about being... For her frame, she's five foot. I don't know what that means, but that she is, she's chunky for five foot and that she will, she's run marathons and all the things and she will never be that slender marathon. Mm. She just won't. So we can only guess what she looks like. Look, I didn't scroll like you would down two years of her Instagram, but you know, in the last month, Mm. her face just looks like you can't tell much. Looks buxom and happy and full. (laughs) 
and rosy. <laughs> she does have rosy cheeks. Anyway, now. okay. It's a good highlight. But There's I, a lot to discuss. And I think that's very important, though. Like, um, <sighs> it's un- I understand what she means. But you want the whole picture and you will never get the whole picture. No, no, I don't want the whole picture. I want her to put down her measurements. That's the I thing. I want her to Why? reveal her measurements. No. Because it is so easy saying, if you try to lose weight, it'll never work. When you can, when you can move in a world that still supports your weight, not support, but still provides for people of your body type. Yeah, true. But she's also said that when we, when we acknowledge that it's not about the weight and we deal with what the problems are, the weight will go if it needs to go. So I must now go challenge. I must now challenge H H&M and and Mr. Price. I must hold guns <laughs> to the CEO's head. Like, yes, that is correct. But can we also acknowledge that they are? Ve- Does she acknowledge that they are very um that we want to lose weight for a reason? Yeah, size privilege, pretty privilege, privilege of not being looked at like an animal is yeah. there, and we all want in. In the same way, most of us want more money. Because of the privileges, most of us would like a certain size because of the privileges. Those are real. And I don't like it when white women, when white people pretend that those things don't exist. So I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you. I think there are two things here. Number one is that what she does mention, which I do agree with, is that oftentimes the losing of the weight doesn't bring those things we thought it would. It doesn't make life better. It doesn't make us happier. It doesn't make love easier or any of those. It doesn't mean we get the perfect partner. None of it happens. None of it happens. We just, we lose the weight. We are disordered, um, you know, eating now and we're miserable. And that's what happens um, many times. Mm. So there are, and from all her studies, there is a small percentage where it is great, but it's like a very small percentage. It's less than 10%, I think less than five. That's number one. Yeah. Number two is that just like with money, there's a cap at um, the, the direct correlation of effectiveness. Exactly. And so yours might, yours might be different from other people's just like, and yeah. and I actually think where we are sitting right now is a perfect example. We're very similar in weight. However, your experience is very different from mine. Mm. I feel or felt, no feel, it's okay. Unattractive, um, fat, um, am I not supposed to say fat? You can say fat. Unattractive. I just can't call you fat, apparently. Yeah. If you do, I'll beat you. Actually, the Swiss listeners will beat you. Um, <laughs> all, all of those things. But and but you don't. Mm. And people treat us differently. I don't know if you've noticed. Like, you will go in your booty shorts to CrossFit. I would never, could never. Like, <laughs> yeah, and my meats are hanging out. Hanging looking out. Looking cute. Um, when we went on holiday, yeah. like, the, the efforts were around me losing weight. Not you. Mm, and like and i'm bigger than you and you're bigger than me so yeah, that's it's true. Uh, it colored our experience so i think that's true yeah so i will be one of the one in a thousand who really enjoys because i because i'm that bitch now i'll be that bitch when i'm some dress size is smaller yeah if you don't wreck your mental health so i think yeah 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 it depends i think if you're lo- trying to lose weight or, or change your body from a place of sobriety and object kind of objectivity yeah. Yeah. Um, and calculatedness about what you see and what you want, I think that's very different from an emotional Definitely. standpoint. Definitely. So that's um Yeah. Maybe we could have just we could have just written a caption about that and posted that and not had a whole episode. But this is really good. <laughs> I'm teasing. That's that's a dumb comment. This is really good to tease it out though, to get yeah. to to understand that mm. is we just do it for such, all of us do things for such different reasons. Mm-hmm. One be to your privileges for such different reasons. Yeah. Shit. We've all got what? If you're our age, you've got about 80 years left. Do what you want with them. The, this is the thing. I know people that are 60 and have been chronically dating their whole life. Uh, 
dating, dieting. They've been chronically dieting their whole lives. And what for? That's hectic. Yep. But again, I think it just depends. If you want to come and... Well, I can't come and kill myself, so that won't Nobody wants... That's the thing, though. Nobody wants to come and kill themselves. Are you sure? I, I do think everyone wants to be happy. Even people <laughs> that want to commit suicide just want to be happy. That's why they want to leave, because there's relief on the other end. So nobody wants to come... And, like, nobody's here for suffer for the suffering. So if there's a way to not have the suffering, it's there worth is a exploring. Way if the world changes around us. So, that is... You know what, you millennials, I'm switching this off. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we're ending this podcast, but it's uh, what, guys, what I'm saying makes sense. If I'm happy with my weight, but literally not a single service provider in the whole of Southern oh, Africa no. caters to my body, I can't get jeans. Maybe. Oh, I'm going to lose the weight because what am I supposed to do? Must I emigrate to New Zealand now to get sizes? Maybe. No, 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 no. You no, change no. around the you, world. Ugh, please. This is, and this is, these are the bitches, Nyak and her other other well, people gonna, these are the reasons she why. wants a hundred thousand years of development on this earth so that we can catch up with her big big no i'm losing the weight <laughs> i'm shutting up and losing the weight i'm losing the dress sizes <laughs> that's what i'm saying i'm moving to new zealand <laughs> <laughs> girls and guys wow that's all for today interesting conversation very interesting um i want to actually hear from people who are losing weight and who are trying to change Look, I think people trying to lose weight is kind, especially women, is kind of inevitable. We're always at war with our bodies, or it's just we've really normalized wanting things to be different. Yeah. So I want to hear from people like not people who've succeeded in not wanting to, people who are trying to change either through surgery, weight loss, whatever, to beautify or to to get what you think you want, and how you're trying to make that a healthy journey and how you've rationalized that. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like how you're still doing the thing that's considered it's somehow taboo now, but still also so peddled. And finding a way to do that in a really, in a way you feel serves you, that's healthy or sustainable. That's curious. Trying to lose weight is taboo, but having lost the weight is virtuous. And then also like more than ever, we've got all these weight loss stuff. So which is it? Which is it? What are we doing? All right. um, Please join our Facebook group. We will be having discussions about all of this in the Facebook group. If you uh, don't like discussing, if you're triggered by any of this, just don't, just don't join in that conversation. If you'd like to, please go on the Facebook group. Let's chat. Please tip us if you like this episode and any other episodes. That money will be going to people uh, who need money for COVID relief. Mm -hmm. And we are also looking for an illustrator for our logo. Please do link email us a name or link a name um that will be in an insta on an instagram post i will link in the description box to send money it is hey h-e-y iswis i-s-w-i-s at gmail.com the link will also be in the description box have a great week great yeah filled with buttercream just delicious stuff yeah eat well or not like or not you want to eat do what you want to do shit yeah she enjoy she. yourself enjoy yourself yeah don't come and kill yourself don't come and kill yourself bye bye <laughs>